All right, so in this video, I wanna talk about the masculine perspective of Twin Flames. Now, as you know, I'm one half of Twin Flame Guides. Uh, my name's Steph, and uh, yeah. So I thought it would be interesting to make a masculine perspective video because I've, I've not actually seen many. I think I've seen maybe one video where it's a guy talking about the Twin Flame perspective. And yeah, I just, I thought it would be an interesting thing to talk about. So there's a few, there's a few things I want to talk about in this video. Uh, I want to talk about societal norms and balancing masculine and feminine energy. And then I want to talk about how it was for me, my experience with, you know, meeting Julia and just the whole Twin Flame thing in general, uh, because it's, it's a huge topic. Okay. It's, it's not something you can just explain in one video, but this is, I guess, my unique and honest perspective about the whole thing. So in terms of spirituality, when I first started getting involved with spirituality and, and asking serious questions about philosophy, the world, why we're here, purpose, you know, life after death and all of this sort of thing, um, it, it's kind of a rabbit hole. So when I first was in, when I first started learning about that sort of thing, there were certain things that sounded like they were nonsense to me. They sounded like they weren't real. Okay, they didn't make sense, I didn't understand them, and I thought they were crazy. Okay, so when I, I got started with lucid dreaming, I learned how to lucid dream, and that opened my mind to being able to control dreams, being able to interact with your subconscious mind, uh, and sort of get more involved with the what's going on in our brains. And that was the, that was the first place that I started, with, with, I guess you could say, discovering reality, discovering things about the human experience, about the universe and all of that stuff. And this followed my experience as a kid of astral projection, of having an OBE, and I thought it was so intense that I never told anyone about it, except my, I think I told my parents when I first did it, because I was so scared, I was, you know, I was freaked out. But since then, up until very recently, I haven't really told anyone about that because I didn't think they would believe me. And there are so many aspects of spirituality, so many experiences that we either close ourselves off to and don't believe in, or we do believe in them, but we're so scared of what people think that we never tell anyone. And that is because, in my opinion, of the way society is, is set up at the moment, at least, I mean, it's changing now, but the way it's set up is that things that are not widely accepted or understood are frowned upon, or people think they're crazy. And this applies not just to twin flames, but also to things like astral projection, remote viewing, spirituality, all of these energy healing, all of this sort of thing is bunched together. And especially in the Western world, considered to be, by the majority, considered to be crazy or unusual, fake, weird, unproven. And this blows my mind because I'm gonna use an example that I gave with my lucid dreaming channel. And that is that the lucid dreaming community as a whole, okay, I'd say probably at least half of them don't think astral projection is real. And yet they believe lucid dreaming is real. And the reason that they believe lucid dreaming is real is because it's been scientifically proven in a lab. And my, my response to that would be, before that study was conducted, lucid dreaming was considered to be fake because nobody saw any proof for it. And even though people were having lucid dreams and experiences like that, because there was no study around that, because it wasn't scientifically proven, uh, a lot of people didn't think it was real. And it's the same thing with astral projection. Astral projection has not been scientifically proven in a controlled lab study, but that doesn't mean it's not real, just in the same way that when lucid dreaming hadn't been proven, 
people were still having lucid dreams. People have been having lucid dreams since the beginning of time. Same with astral projection and the same with twin flame connections. So I've come from, I guess you could say, a very critical, logical background. I used to think that astral projection was crazy and not real. I, if I had heard of twin flames back then, would have also thought that was crazy. Okay, when you think about what it actually is, what it represents, the idea of a soul being in two different incarnations in two different physical bodies at the same time, that is a crazy concept to understand, but it makes perfect sense if you believe in other things like life after death, like the soul and its connection to the human consciousness through the chakra system. If you believe in all of that stuff uh, and you have some kind of belief and idea of how things fit together in, in the bigger picture, then it makes a lot more sense in that situation. But if you don't believe in any of that, and you just have someone who knows nothing about any of that stuff, they don't even believe that there's anything that happens after we die. If you tell someone like that about a twin flame connection, they would laugh in your face because it's so far away from everything they believe and understand that they just can't begin to understand it. They can't begin to comprehend how that would work. So now going back to when I was just preparing to, I guess you could say, first meet Julia. And we'd been talking a bit online and I felt like I had a connection to her even though we'd never met. And it was kind of strange, it didn't really make sense, but I couldn't deny how it felt. It was a very a unique experience where I couldn't explain it, but I knew I was having the experience. Now, leading up to that, you know, leading up to when we were talking, I had been doing a lot of personal development work. I mean, I, I always kind of have, you know, most of my life I've been working on something, whether it's meditation or just trying in many different ways to improve myself and my life. Uh, and at the first, you know, at the beginning, it was mainly based in ego. I just wanted to get and achieve more, just to add something. But then it became more about going inwards and looking at, you know, uh, dissolving that ego and working out what my purpose is, my mission in life and why I'm here, not just to achieve and attain things, but what I'm here to actually do, the changes I'm here to make, uh, the people I'm here to inspire. And uh, once I started getting in line with that, it sort of led me down a path where I would uh, change my focus from just business oriented making money to actually impacting and changing people's lives in a positive way. Anyway, so just going back a bit now. So I've been working on myself a lot. I've been focusing on like self-love because I've always struggled with self-love and confidence and things like that. Uh, and I came to a place where I was feeling really good and everything started to make sense. P things were coming to me, opportunities were just flowing towards me, uh, abundance was present and I, it just things were going well. You know, I was happy, very happy and, and stable and you know, uh, fulfilled and satisfied on my own. And then what happened is I eventually agreed to meet Julia. Now, when we first met, I'm sure you've watched the, the video where we explain our story, but uh, it was kind of crazy. The, the situation was kind of crazy. We agreed to meet after, you know, in a new country, in an Airbnb that we had never met each other before. We'd never even had a, a video or a phone call at that point. Uh, we, we eventually did before we met, but we, up in, you know, when we agreed to meet in Spain, we had never met. And so we went from having never met to agreeing to spend two weeks together in an Airbnb. And if that was any other situation or any other person, that would have been crazy and it just wouldn't have made any sense. But it, it felt so right and so um, planned, I guess you could say, that neither of us had any doubts about that. We were both very confident that nothing was going to go wrong. You know, we were just excited to meet each other because we felt some kind of attraction, some kind of magnetic pull there, which was different to 
I guess you could say a typical or a usual sexual or intimate physical connection or chemistry. So, so we'd obviously both been in relationships before, but we felt both that this was very different. This was unique. It was a connection where we kind of felt like we knew each other before. We definitely felt like we knew each other before. Um, and this was confirmed pretty much as soon as I met her. You know, when I looked in her eyes, I knew that I had known her for many lifetimes before that. But much like, I guess you could say, any intuition or gut-based feeling, I can't explain how. I just, I just knew that that was the experience I was having. I can't explain how or why I knew that. Uh, and if you've had, you know, a, a long connection with your intuition, you'll know how that feels and what that is like. But that's how it was. You know, I felt like I'd known her before, and things from then pretty much just went smoothly. You know. We uh, became very intimate and close very quickly. Um, and then, yeah, we experienced a short running stage where she felt too intense. The, the connection was too intense. She ran and then after, I think it was a couple of months or so, uh, we reunited and then have been together ever since, pretty much. So in terms of the way that society works, like I said, it, they sort of, it's sort of frowned upon to believe in or engage with the spiritual side of things by most people. It's changing now, but a lot of people don't think that spirituality is real or worth engaging in. They think it's kind of a bit crazy. And this applies not just to Twin Flames, but like I said, to many other different things. But if you have an experience, you can't really deny that experience. And in many cases, and especially if you're just starting to become aware of this stuff, if you're just starting to become aware of the Twin Flame connection or just spirituality in general, right? It's, it's a long road and it's not just gonna, you're not gonna understand everything in the first day or even the first year or two. Um, you never will understand everything. It might be that you have a weird experience that you can't explain. Maybe you meet somebody uh, who you can't explain the connection but you know it's something unique and, and different and it's important. You get a sense that it's an important connection and that it's not gonna happen again. This is something that is very unique, one-time type, of type of deal. Um, yeah, you might have that connection and then that might lead you down the path when you then start looking at, you know, uh, having psychic readings, then you start looking at doing different things, different types of meditation and, you know, healing work. It, the path might look different for you. It might, it might go in a completely different direction. But in terms of um, the divine masculine and the divine feminine, here's the way I view it. And you're probably wondering like what, it's, what the perspective is what the male perspective is of the twin flame uh, journey, the twin flame experience, the running stages and everything like that. Because typically, and this is what I see a lot online, it's normally the, the guy who runs away. The guy is the one who finds a connection too intense or whatever reason they you know, um, don't feel ready for the connection and they run away while the girl is left or the woman is left to chase and run after the guy. And here is my opinion or perspective on that. I think it's very, it's not surprising. And here's why, okay? So twin flames in general, the purpose is to balance the divine masculine and feminine in each of them. The purpose is not just to make the feminine more feminine and the masculine more masculine. It's to balance both of those aspects within each of the twin flames. Now, what usually happens in, like I've said, because of the way society works, and this is why I wanted to give a bit of background before I said this, society frowns upon spirituality and getting in touch with your emotions even more when you're a guy. So in the Western world, guys are expected to be aggressive, you know, they're expected to be cold in many cases and 
and not in touch with their feminine side or their emotions or how they feel or anything like that. They're expected to just be kind of like work horses, you know, where they just don't really have any emotional connection and they're not in line with their divine feminine side. They have all one side, uh, whereas it should be a balance of yin and yang. It should be both sides, both masculine and feminine in each person. That's how it should be. But society has changed things so that it's becoming more like men, masculine, women, feminine. It should be more of a balance. And so the reason I think that men typically run from the twin flame connection is because, like I said, twin flames is a one in, once in a lifetime thing. You only have one twin flame. You, have many, you might have many soulmates, you might have many karmic partners and stuff like that, but you have one twin flame in each lifetime. And if you're lucky enough to meet them, what that will do is that will bring up a lot of things within you, a lot of insecurities, your flaws will come up, your, uh, your intuition will be going crazy, you will feel things that you haven't felt before. And so what you have is that you have a lot of men who have been programmed and conditioned by society to reject any kind of notion of spirituality and emotions within them, anything that feels kind of weird or, you know, relating to the twin flame connection, they're, they're programmed to reject that by society. Society wants that, or has programmed them uh, through no fault of its own. You know, it's just the culture, the way the culture has gone. But it's, it's been pro, it's programmed men to be uh, dating lots of women, to be talking to lots of women, to be going on different dating apps, to be, you know, to hold themselves back from any connection or real love or experience that they might have had. They've been programmed to hold themselves back and be kind of ruthless in that sense. And that's why when you have a man like that, who's been programmed for years and years to do that and to be like that, when they finally then meet their twin flame, who they only have one, one of in a lifetime, they experience this once in a lifetime thing, and their emotions, their intuition is going crazy, they don't know how to react, they don't know how to you know, behave, um, they get freaked out, and so they run away. And in my opinion, that's probably why uh, a lot of men run from the twin flame connection, because they just aren't in tune with that side of themselves. They haven't done much work on self-love. Maybe their confidence is low or, you know, they have a subconscious belief or connection, intimacy problem, fear of commitment, whatever it is, right? These things that are programmed and conditioned into men through society or culture. And it's not just men, by the way, but in most cases, that's why I'm saying most men are the runners in the Twin Flame. Um, so that's why I think men are the Twin Flame runners, usually. Uh, it wasn't in our case. In our case, it was Julia who ran. Uh, but it was not for long, you know, it was just for a, a month or two, I think. I mean, in many cases, and with most twin flame couples, it's normally for years that people run away uh, because they just haven't done that work. They just haven't, you know, done that self-care, that self-love. They haven't dissolved their ego enough, you know. They've not raised their frequency enough. They've been conditioned and programmed by society to, to reject all of that, uh, all of those feelings and experiences and ideas that come along with the twin flame connection, but also that come along with spirituality. And to be honest, there is no easy answer for this. And this is why we felt we needed to create this channel and this, uh, you know, twin flame guides, because people need kind of guidance with this stuff. I think a lot of people, there is not really an easy way to stop one of them, in many cases, the man running away from the connection, even if you're going to reunite later in two years time, 10 years time, 20 years time, whatever. There's not an easy way of stopping that. Now we do have some ideas and solutions and you know guides that we have created 
but it's a difficult situation because you're dealing with years of programming and conditioning at a subconscious and a conscious level uh, from many different sources, not just from society, but also the culture, media, you know, people are consuming that what they're being told by their peers. And it becomes like a very slippery slope where it's difficult for the man to actually express his femininity and balance his masculine and feminine energy. And that makes it very hard for you, especially if, as you're, if you're watching this and you're a woman or a girl, you know, uh, if you're the feminine, the divine feminine, and you're watching this, you're wondering, why is my man running away? Why is he, you know, not even talking or returning my calls or anything like that? This is probably why. And I don't know for sure, but it's just my opinion. This is probably what's happening. So in terms of the purpose, you know, the reason that uh, Twin Flame Connections are a real thing, we've made other videos about this, but I think the purpose is really beautiful. And that is to enable you to both come together to become a, a vessel, a portal for unconditional love and energy to flow into this reality, into this dimension. And that can manifest, that, that can be, that can happen in a, diff, a bunch of different ways. You know, you can inspire and motivate each other to work on your own passion, your own purpose, your projects and things like that. You can support and love each other unconditionally. And there's, there's a bunch of different ways it manifests and actually happens, but, but that is the purpose of Twin Flames, to become an unconditional, a portal for unconditional love to raise and ascend humanity. It's a special mission. And like I've said in other videos, uh, not everybody has a twin flame. You know, it's not like a soulmate. It's not like something where you can just uh, attract a soulmate in you know a few weeks time and then you're happily together. It's not like that. This is gonna take a lot more work because you both need to be at the same frequency, the same level vibrationally uh, to actually reunite. If you're not, then you, if you do meet, and if you are lucky enough to reunite and meet, uh, you won't, it won't last for long. You know, maybe one or, one or both of you will run away. And there's, there's a bunch of different reasons why a twin flame would run away. It's not just the thing I spoke about in this video, but the biggest reason, I would say, is that you're just both not at the same frequency and you haven't, one or both of you, have not been working enough on self-love and stepping into your purpose and following your heart. The conditioning and the societal programming and things like that, I would say more applies to men than women, but it goes both ways. But if you're just hearing about this and you're just, you know, you have all these questions, you don't understand what's happening, you know, I, I, I totally get that because if I, if I met myself 10 years ago, the 10 years ago version of me would think that I'm crazy, would think, would not understand, we'd be completely different people and we wouldn't really be able to understand each other. We'd both be looking at each other as if we were crazy or as if we didn't understand. So you have to take this one step at a time and you have to really start asking yourself questions and really uh, understanding yourself. And then that will lead you down the path where eventually you'll be stepping into your purpose, you'll be doing what you were designed and what you were sent here to do, and you'll be inspiring others, you know, and eventually, like I said, you'll also attract your twin flame. So I guess this is kind of a unique masculine experience for the twin flame because most masculine twin flames uh they run away so i guess you might have been expecting me to say or to explain why i as the masculine ran away so you can better understand why your masculine twin flame has run away well unfortunately it wasn't like that for me i'm i guess i'm kind of, we're kind of uh in the minority of twin flame couples in the sense that she was the one who ran away i was not i, I was the chaser in this case but also I had my masculine and feminine energies quite well balanced uh, 
for a while before I met her. So most twin flame masculines, they would, like I've said, they would run away because of one of those reasons I mentioned. So either way, I hope this has been some kind of help to you. Uh, it, every situation is different, you know. It's not like I can give advice that will apply to absolutely everyone because everyone has a slightly different journey and it might be like one thing for you and a different thing for somebody else. So I can't say for certain, you know, why one or both of you are running away, but I know that it will eventually stop. You will eventually stop running, stop chasing and come together in divine reunion as a twin flame couple. So I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, leave a comment, leave a like, and uh, I'd love to hear your experience as well.